And they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine in, is in the city, and we shall die there. If we sit here, sit still here, we die also. Now therefore come and let us fall under the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if, we, if they kill us, we shall but die. And they rose up in the twilight to go unto the camp of the Syrians. And when they were coming to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots a noise of horses and even the noise of the great host. And they said to one another, Lo, the king of Israel hath hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Amen. I want to preach you today from this title, The Power of Pain. The Power of Pain. Amen. Turn to a few people and greet them as you are seated today. Well, my title obviously isn't uh, very enthusiastic. It's not like we're going to excited about hearing about this. But I hope uh, and I pray that uh, through this message that uh, we do get to understand uh, the power that is in pain. Uh, we, feel, uh, we feel the pain, but we have to realize and make the connection to the power and the purpose why it is there in our lives uh, pain is something that we all carry. For some, it may be in the body. Maybe it's a reoccurring migraine or um, a, a, a back issue or a pinched nerve or uh, something that's come up from an old injury. Uh, we, we all have some, some sort of pain and may, it may be just a one-time thing uh, or it is reoccurring, as I said, but... Uh, there is more than just physical pain. When we say pain, we probably default by thinking that uh, we're physical pain, and that obviously screams the loudest uh, when it comes. But there is more pain than mere physical pain. There is also emotional pain. There is pain that we carry from criticism. People who feasted upon our failures they laughed at our mistakes, um, talked about you behind your back. Those are painful things when you hear and find out about them. There is the, the pain of betrayal. Somebody you loved and trusted, they turned on you. Or turned away from you and leaving your heart shattered. And uh, Even family members. Sadly, it happens when people 
come come to an apostolic church and they they find Jesus here and they their lives are transformed and no longer the same and, and it's amazing to see you go out to to tell your friends or family members of what uh, joy uh, of the Holy Ghost you've experienced that you came to a church uh, seemed crazy at first but you got in the waters anyway and found yourself at an altar crying out and repenting of your sins and ended up being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ Christ washing away those sins and God filled you with his spirit and you began to speak in another tongues how many are thankful for that encounter that experience that you had in your life where your life was turned around and you didn't realize what was going to happen and then you go back and you want to uh, tell, share the joy and share this uh, experience with somebody and uh, it doesn't always go as planned some people you find out who your friends really were. Thought they were with you all the time, but it seems that once you get closer to God, all of a sudden your, your friends take a step away. Uh, but where, why were, where, I thought you were my friend, but uh, that's okay. There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, and I'm thankful for that encounter with Jesus Christ that he, I can go to him anytime, and when my friends or family fail me or, or leave me behind, God is never going to leave me or forsake me, but he will be there with me. Man, there is pain of abandonment and abuse. Those who you should have been able to trust took advantage of you, uh, left you to deal with the fragments of your life, whatever was left behind, there is more than just physical pain. There is pain of unrealistic expectations. You expected this to happen, it didn't work out that way, and it's, it has an effect on you. Uh, or even the pain of not even being able to live up to somebody else's expectations. You are never good enough or never be good enough. It's painful. It has an effect on us. And there, there is the pain of slowly becoming uh, uh, debilitated physically or watching somebody that you love go through a, a process or, or deal with a sickness that just... Uh, withers them away, and that's uh, it may be painful to them, but it's also painful for others to watch and to experience and the, to go through those things. And there, there is the pain of watching somebody or a loved one uh, battle an addiction or drug addiction or harmful habits. It's it's not just affecting them, but it's also affecting everyone else who loves and cares for them. Deals with uh, this pain. But there is a purpose for all of this pain. It's not that it just shows up and, and, and has these effects on your life and goes away and we're left devastated. No, I believe that there is a purpose for it, that it never just uh, is pointless, but that God is going to use that for something in your life uh, because Romans 8 and 28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. If I'm called by the hand of God, God's going to be able to work something out in it. Even the pain that comes into my life, God, take this pain in my life. Take this pain in my heart and make it, uh, turn it into good somehow, some way, as your word says, for your purpose, if I am called, 
that God's going to work it all out. All things means good and bad. We don't have to ask God to take the good things and make them good in our lives. But the bad things uh, we want God to take and uh, we, we, we should go to him to, 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 for him to take those. He says, cast your cares upon me. Uh, he's, uh, he's, it's an open invitation to say, hey, anything you're dealing with, just give it to me. I'll, ha- I'll handle it. I'll help you through it. You don't have to deal with that pain all by yourself. Just find an altar. Find a, a place of prayer and begin to pour your heart out to me. And I will take, take those burdens and take some of that pain away and help deal with that in your life. All things, good and bad, all things, the painful things, somehow God is going to work it out. Uh, it's going to work together. Uh, it's going to produce something good. We can try to, we try adding all the good stuff in our lives as best we can, but sometimes we have no control over the painful things. We have no control over the bad things, and, and it, it can derail us and mess us up and, and get us off track. But that's why God says, hey, if you, uh, I'll take care of the bad things. If you bring them to me, and I'll, I'll help you out with those things, and I'll make them all work together. I'll take the good and the bad, uh, the, the ups and the downs and the pain. I'll take all of that and work it all together uh, so that God can use it for a purpose in your life. And so it's never pointless. We, we may think that pain is pointless, but hey, God, if you give it to God, he'll work it out in your life. He'll do something with it to add it to the good in your life. We don't, may not know how it's going to work out, but God will take the pain and add a point and give it a purpose uh, and add it back into your life somehow. Uh, for the betterment of you and your situation. Uh, And that uh, uh, applies to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Now, we know everybody, God wants all to come to repentance, but not everybody answers that call. Those that respond and obey the word of God and obey the gospel in their life, uh, there's a special blessing that comes with that, that God is going to now all of a sudden start taking everything in your life and work it for the good. Uh, You can't put a price tag on that, uh, how the hand of God is going to do these things in your life. He has enough power uh, and creative power to take the worst thing in your life and somehow turn that around uh, that it's going to benefit you some way. In the per- we can't see how God is going to do it. We just have to believe and respond. And Hey, God, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this, but hey, I know you know a way, and I'm going to put my faith and my trust in you that you're going to see me through this. I may not understand why it's here, but I know that there is a purpose for all of this, and I'm going to give it to you so that you can make it work together. Because I just want to deal with the good stuff. I don't know how really how to handle the bad stuff and, and how to make that work. And I just try to discard the bad stuff. But Jesus, the word of God says, all those things, somehow we're going to throw all those ingredients in and out comes a delicious cake. 
when I don't see how it's going to be come out like that way, or I don't like baking soda or baking powder by that by that self. That's not good, but you put that all in the bowl and mix it together, and out comes something good. That's what God wants to do in your life. He's going to take all those bad ingredients, those things that don't taste good all by themselves, and he says, give it to me, and I will turn it around and give something good out of that. Only God can do that. But sometimes we have a difficulty handling pain, especially when, since we've come to the house of the Lord and we're faithful to God and somehow, for some reason, we think that we, we shouldn't have to experience those things any longer. I don't know where that where verse that is, but uh, if you find it, let me know. And so we, we look at the promises of God and we conclude that God should fill our lives with all happiness and success. But as we look in the rearview mirror, we might discover uh, that that is not always the case. That there are painful things and trials and tribulations, things that show up in our life ever since uh, we've given our, our, our life to the Lord, and uh, we look back, and uh, but the truth is, is if we're honest with ourselves, if we look back in our life and look to the, to the points in our life, the places where we did not have any pain or, or everything was so easy, the easy, lazy days of life, and uh, if we're honest with ourselves, the easiness uh, and pain-free times, they probably didn't really help us grow much. There may not have been much personal growth during those easy times. But it's when the storms roll in our lives, begins to shake things up, and we begin to experience uh, the painful seasons of life, it's those times, if we're honest with ourselves, it's those times that we can see that we actually did grow a little bit. We got closer to God in those times. We began to grow and mature as a person emotionally, physically, and spiritually. It's not the good times that push us to God. It's the painful times that really push us to God. And if we're honest, we got to be thankful for the painful times because it got us closer to God when really and when everything was going on all good, we probably uh, don't really need God that much. And so we must understand the purpose and the power of pain is that it actually gets us closer to God. And it, it kind of forces us there when we re maybe we're, our flesh is not wanting to do that, but this situation comes in and now all of a sudden we're running to the altar. We're running to find God. And it's a good thing because uh, we're getting closer to him and, and, and growing in him and, and experiencing these things with God. And if everything uh, was nice and easy. We must experience pain because pain helps us to grow. 
That is the power of pain. It helps us to grow, whether we want to admit that or not. And so the next time pain comes in our life and and whatever form or fashion it does, whatever situation, uh, we can can easily start to cry and, and and try to push it out. We don't want the pain in our life, but we have to understand if we allow this in our lives and and allow God to work in it, it's going to make us better, work all things together for the good, and we're going to come out stronger than we were before it showed up. Why? Because pain, uh, the power of pain drew us closer to the Lord, and we got to be uh, with him and and, uh, uh, deepen our walk and relationship with him. You see, happiness, happiness often results in pleasure and in good times. But pain, what does that result in? We can maybe say that results in holiness because we're drawing closer to God. Isn't that what holiness is, drawing closer to God? And so happiness, we are out doing what, smiling, doing whatever we want, but pain is what draws us in. Psalms 34 and 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous. I didn't sign up for that part. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivereth him out of them all. It doesn't matter how many painful situations start rolling in your life. The word of God says God will bring you out of all, not just some of them, not just a few, but all of those things, every situation, God can bring you out of that, and God can lift you up out of that. Uh, he's, his promise is there. His word is there. And many are the afflictions, but, hey, God is greater than those things, and he's going to deliver us out of them all. And so uh, where is the power? in that is that we are drawn closer to him. It's, a, it's almost like a win-win. Afflictions come in. We draw closer to God. God delivers us out of it. It seems like a win-win. It, it's not a comfortable situation, but in order to grow, we have to feel a little bit of pain. We have to be stretched a little bit. Our faith has to be uh, targeted and touched a little bit. Uh, and so, uh, and God is more interested in us getting closer to him than he is in our happiness. He would rather us be next to him than us to have everything and be, be far from him. And so if pain is an obstacle or is a tool, the, the purpose of it is to draw closer to him. We need to understand that next time a, a painful situation shows up, uh, it, it's, a, it's a siren to go out and say, I got to get close to God. I got to get this to God. I got to bring this to the Lord. I, I'm not going to wait any longer. Uh, God should be our first response uh, to the painful situation that arises in our life. And it happens by default. You, even physically, you, you injure yourself. You're probably already calling on Jesus. And that's just, you know, that's by default. But uh, for this reason, we should not uh, be afraid of pain. I know we try, naturally, we're going to try to avoid pain as much as possible because nobody likes pain. I mean, we're, we're all adults here. Nobody likes pain. Uh, but... Uh, 
Many are the afflictions of the righteous. So we have to understand that uh, pain is not just there to cause us pain, but it is there for a purpose and to draw us closer to God because God is more interested in us, uh, in our holiness, in our uh, our relationship with him than he is uh, our our pain-free life. For this reason, we should uh, make friends with our pain. And uh, we don't want to do that either. But Jesus also said, pray for your enemy. Pray for those that despitefully use you. That's what we don't want to do that either. And so we, if we're told to do that, we might as well uh, make friends with our pain. Uh, however best that's going to work out. But we have to understand that when pain shows up, we should almost, almost have a, a smirk in our face that, hey, I'm getting closer to God. Instead of crying and uh, you know pitching fits and, and all the woe is me and all this all those things that we normally do, but when pain shows up, it should be an invitation. Hey, I'm going right through the Lord. I'm going to spend a moment with the Lord because this uh, I need Him to deliver me out of this situation, uh, as I know He will. Uh, pain isn't uh, an intrusion in our life, as we 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 know it is. But actually, pain, we should view pain as it is essential, essential in our life. We need that. I don't know about you, but uh, sometimes I need uh, a, a painful situation to get me closer to God. I need something to turn me around in my ways and say, hey, you're going the wrong direction. And the quickest way for that to happen is for some pain in your life. Uh, and you start coming back to the Lord. And, and how, did we end up, how did we end up here anyways? Was your life going so well that you said, hey, I'm just going to go spend some time at church? Or maybe where you were in a painful situation or, or you're, you were hurting somehow, whether your soul was crying out or, or, or you're just, you're, you're hungry and you needed more. Uh, uh, happiness didn't necessarily get you here, but a, a painful situation probably did because your soul was thirsty and hungry for a touch of God, something that is real, something that is undeniable, and that is the power of God in an apostolic church where you're speaking and tongues and the spirit of God is moving that's an undeniable experience and, and and pain probably brought you here pain is the story of the Bible pain is the story of the Bible every person that was ever called by God to do something great in the Bible he was they were most likely already doing something else And the call of God kind of messed everything up. Moses thought he was happy. He was living his best life now on the backside of the wilderness, but God interrupted his life. Abraham was living a good life in in, uh, Ur of the Chaldees, but God called him out of there. If you look at uh, most of the people in the Bible that they were already doing something and and thinking that they're living their uh, a good happy life, but then all of a sudden change came and and uh, pulled them away from that. And all of the disciples and the apostles they were all doing something else, but the voice of the Lord came and the that invitation came and messed everything up. And uh, it was it was painful, not necessarily physically, uh, but rearranging your whole entire life. 
is now gone. All, all, everything that uh, Abraham, Abram built up in the era of Chaldees, a, a good uh, business or retirement, whatever he had, all of, that, all of a sudden now all that is gone. You've got to leave all that behind. And so uh, painful situations stir things up and cause us to be uncomfortable. And, and, and the, per, the power of that is to draw us closer to him. Uh, as is uh, everyone else who experienced that. Uh, the story of Jesus is a painful story, the pain that he experienced. But because of that pain, we are here today. And so we're thankful for that pain, and uh, we have to understand, we have to grasp a hold of that when it comes into our life, that there is a purpose and a plan for that. Um, and so pain is a story of the first century church when persecution started to come in their way. Uh, it wasn't a pleasant time, but what happened, what was birthed out of that was a, was a worldwide revival because of persecution and because of pain. And so uh, uh, we may not, that, that's not our route for revival. Pain and persecution, where that's going to be last on our list to choose for revival. But in the Bible, we see that, that, once, that once that was initiated, things really started taking off. And so I'm not saying that we're, we need to be pain, uh, praying for painful experiences and painful times, uh, but uh, God knows what he is doing, and ultimately he wants us all to be saved and all closer to him. And so if that means a hard time is, gonna, uh, is coming around the corner, we have to just understand and say, hey, i got to draw closer to God in this time. Now is not the time to turn away from the church or, or, or to start uh, being absent more. Now is the time to be more faithful than ever before because you never know what is coming around the corner, and God wants us all to be saved, and so we have to embrace uh, what comes our way. As was mentioned earlier today, at, to everything, every time there's a season, um, talking about wisdom and uh, knowing, if we have an understanding of what pain is and the purpose of it, uh, we, we may not be so uh, uh, cryful and, and murmuring uh, when it comes in our life. Because we feel the physical, if it is physical, we feel that, and we feel the, the stirring and the upside uh, uh, upside down uh, mess it makes in our life, but we have to uh, view it that this is going to get me closer to God, and ultimately that's going to be better for me. Uh, and so uh, Paul uh, writes in this, Philippians 4 and 12, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. And everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. He says, I know how to be blessed and I know how to suffer. We just want to sign up for the first part. I know how to be blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. We can get comfortable with the blessings, but do we know how to suffer? Do we know what to do when pain shows up in our life? And uh, it can easily uh, wreck everything in our life and cause us, it can be a great excuse not to come to church. Whatever the situation is, obviously 
you know, you're, you're, physic- you're in the hospital, then that's obviously that. But not as I said earlier, pain is not all physical. There can be lots of things in our life uh, that come into our, our situation and mess everything up. Uh, but we have to understand that when it shows up, we've got to uh, realize the power that is inside the pain and utilize that for our good. Uh, because the devil is going to be there to, to, to speak into our minds and ears to, to help pull us away. This painful situation is going to pull you away. You shouldn't be going through that because you're a Christian and you're an apostolic and all these things. But uh, on the other side, we should uh, be hearing that still small voice and say, hey, come bring that situation to me. Come bring that pain to me and I can help you get through it all uh, and it will work out for your betterment. As Paul said, um, I am instructed, I know how to be both full and hungry, to abound and to suffer need. But then he goes on to say, verse 13, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. See, we, we know that part. But the verse before that, talking about how to, be, how, to ble- how to be blessed and how to suffer. How to abound and how to suffer need. How to be full and how to be hungry. Uh, And so uh, that tells us that no matter what is happening in our life, if we have Jesus in our life, we can do all things. Because Christ is going to strengthen us. We can get through any trial, any situation, any painful thing. We can get through it because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. When the sun is shining... We can easily get it done. But when it's stormy and it's overcast, we may say, well, I can't do it. But with God, we can still do anything. It may be a little bit more difficult, may be a little bit more painful, a little bit more inconvenient, but uh, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. You see, I can get it done with joy, but can I get it done with heartache and affliction? With, with Jesus, he tells me I can do it. I can still get through it. Uh, it's just a matter of choice. Do I want to do it or do I want to move forward or do I just want to sit here and mope and cry about the pain that's in my life uh, and our heads tilted down and, and we're, we're moping and crying because of what has just come into our life. And again, I'm not trying to belittle anybody's experience or whatever's going on in your life. That's not the purpose of this. The purpose of this is saying God is gonna, God wants to use that to get you closer to him, to have an, open up a door, a, a new level of, of relationship, a, a deeper walk with him, a, a fresh revelation, a, a fresh touch, a fresh anointing, a, a fresh outpouring of, of his spirit and a touch in your life, and that comes by drawing closer to him than where we are right now. Wherever we are in our walk with God right now, I'm going to say the easiest way to give you a nice shove forward closer to God would be a painful situation. Sure, we can figure out, and, you know, methodically, and we're going to do this and increase all these, and, and all these things in our life, but the quickest way to get us closer to God is a painful situation. And we don't want that uh, because we have to deal with all that but understanding that it is there for a purpose, and that is to get us closer to him. And so uh, if we can understand that even when I am down, even when I am hurting, 
I can still do all things through Christ. If we believe that verse, right? It, it, it doesn't exclude anything. It just says all things. It doesn't matter what it is or how hard it is. If I have Jesus inside of me, I can do all things through Christ. And we can begin to understand the meaning and the purpose behind our pain, behind our struggles. Uh, it can actually give uh, us way, give us help to keep moving forward and getting closer to God. Proverbs 13 and 15, it says, Good understanding giveth favor, but the way of the transgressors is hard. And so if we have a good understanding of pain, then it's going to help us favorably because we're, we're going to be more open to it and, and open to uh, knowing that getting to closer to Jesus is really the answer to it all. Um, and so, uh, but ultimately, if I think if we're honest with ourselves, I think that we would like to say that I would like a life with no pain. Wouldn't that be a nice wish to be granted? A life with no pain. Did you know that there is a medical condition for people that uh, do not feel pain? It's called you're dead. But <laughs> so you can't really live a life without pain uh, but actually, actually there is uh, a medical condition that uh, people do not feel pain. Anyone interested in maybe getting that? The medical condition where you do not feel any pain is called leprosy. How many wants a life of no pain? I want a life of leprosy. Give me leprosy. Give me leprosy so I don't have to feel any pain. Again, that begins to change our perspective, doesn't it? As much as we think we want a life without pain, there's no way we're going to admit that, hey, I want leprosy. That, the L word, that's not a good word. Nobody wants leprosy, uh, but it is a condition where you don't feel any pain. Doesn't matter what happens to you, you're not going to feel any pain. There's a man, he wrote uh, a book, Dr. Paul Brand, he wrote a book called The Gift of Pain. And he worked and he specialized in pain research and worked extensively with lepers in India. He wrote that a, a mother took a girl to him while he was in the United States working out of a hospital in Louisiana, uh, this little girl had a, uh, a bandaged ankle, and he removed the, the bloody bandage to reveal a dislocated ankle. The girl looked bored as he was work, trying to work to put that ankle back in place. The mother told the doctor of the hor horrific stories where the child had severely injured herself and was completely unaware or did not care of, of what happened. or she, she didn't feel the pain. The doctor diagnosed the girl with a rare genetic uh, malady called uh, congenital indifference to pain. Biblically, we, we see that it's, it's leprosy. Within seven years, the girl had lost both of her legs due to amputation 
as well as most of her fingers because she just didn't feel the pain. She didn't, it was just, it's not, the, the, that disease doesn't just eat away your, hand, your hands and feet. It's all the injuries you, you do and you don't even realize your foot is broken. And so you just keep on doing things because you don't feel the pain. And then one night he writes uh, how uh, after many years of working with lepers that he realized that he had no feeling in one of his foot. No sensation, nothing. He couldn't feel anything in his foot. And, uh, and he understood this disease, obviously. And so he immediately, he says, it, was, it began the darkest night of his life when he realized that he could not feel pain. All night he worried about what this moment meant for the rest of his life. He knew better than just about anyone on planet Earth uh, at that time how leprosy advanced. And his files, office files, were full of diagrams charting the disease uh, progression and numbness across the entire body. And his career as a surgeon would end, and he would soon no longer be able to feel the scalpel in his own hand. But the morning came, and he decided to precisely map the progression of the disease in his own body. This is it. This is. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna be in a, a science experiment. I'm gonna do my best to document it as best I can in my own body. And so he took a pen. And he jabbed it in his foot. And then he yelled and screamed. And this is what he wrote. He said, never have I felt a sensation as delicious as that live electric jolt of pain. I breathed a prayer and thanked God for pain. You see, we tend to have the wrong idea of pain. But if God would answer our prayers if we don't want any pain, guess what? That is a horrible life. Coming from a doctor who specializes in leprosy, how, how thankful he was to feel that pain. He was so thankful, praying out to God, thank you for pain. If you don't want to feel any pain, then you're asking God to make you into a leper. See, leprosy itself is not a disfiguring disease. It's just really kind of a drug that takes away the pain, takes away your feelings. And, and so undoubtedly a leper will cut himself and not even know, bleeding out everywhere, and we know people don't like the sight of blood. But lepers, don't, they, they may not even realize they're bleeding because they don't feel the pain. Then those wounds get infected, and then obviously you look worse and so if you don't want pain in your life, you're asking God to make you into an ugly, deformed monster. Because that's what leprosy does to somebody. Deforms them. They're not pleasant to look at. And that is why lepers were not welcome in the cities. And that is why they were castaways. And that is why they were disfigured and ugly and mangled. And they were the opposite of being attractive. And so if you want to stay pretty, then that's going to re 
requires some pain in your life. Not talking about getting your face zapped or, or your, your skin stretched and all those things or uh, injecting crazy stuff in your body, uh, but just a normal, everyday, painful experience. Uh, that means you're alive. That means you can feel the pain. And that means you know when to run to the Lord and say, God, help me out. I'm feeling something in my life. It's discomforting. It's not pleasant. I, I don't like how it feels, but at least, thank God, I can feel it. And that means I I know where to go. I know go, to go to the foot of Jesus Christ because he says to cast all my cares upon him and he'll deliver me out of my afflictions. And so if I feel something, that means I'm alive. And that means I have uh, an appointment with Dr. Jesus and I can get closer to him and he can comfort me and strengthen me and say, hey, you can do it. I'm going to be there with you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens me no matter how bad the situation is if you know what to do when pain comes into your life. And so our text was about these, these four lepers who sat outside the gate, and they, and they, they uh, obviously they couldn't feel pain. Uh, they were disfigured and uh, uh, all wrapped up, and they weren't uh, good to look at. But uh, here they sat these uh, four uh, lepers outside the gate. They're just waiting to die. Waiting either there's a famine in the land and say we can go inside the city and we'll, we'll die. We'll die in there. We're certainly going to die here at the gate. If there's no food in the city, they're not going to be bringing us the first food that comes. Uh, so we're gonna, we'll die here. Uh, and so why, uh, why sit here until we die? And so they, they, they looked around at their situation and came to the realization that there was a 0% chance of things getting better where they were. And most of them, uh, most of them, the lepers would sit at the gate of the city because that's where they pass out, uh, hand out some food or, or what. But um, uh, if there's uh, a famine in the city, then that's not happening. And so um, there was a 0% chance that things were going to get better where they were. And, and that speaks to us because uh, how long have we been sitting at our gate? How long have we been in our situation? Uh, sitting at the gate is a comfortable spot for the lepers. They, they were comfortable. They had everything laid out. They have everything in order. This is where my seat. This is uh, I've got my uh, Amazon finally delivered the 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 uh, memory foam cushions, uh, and so I've, I'm I'm comfortable where I'm at. But uh, the question is 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 how much of a chance is it for uh, you to grow in that situation or to get better? The truth of the matter is, is uh, we can't stay where we're at very long if we want to continue to grow. If we want to continue moving forward, that requires us getting up and moving forward. Uh, and sometimes uh, it's painful going down the road. And that, the thought of that can prevent us from even, even starting on our journey. And so, uh, so they left where they were sitting and just said, hey, we have 0% chance of living here. Let's just, let's just take a walk somewhere else. Who knows what would happen. Maybe the Syrians will be gracious to us. If not, uh, we'll face our 0% chance. And so they left where they were sitting, and they started moving forward and making progress. And they came to the camp of the Syrians, but it was vacant. 
There were food and supplies everywhere, and uh, that's just, that's heaven for a leper. I mean, tables of food and no one there to eat it uh, because they were going to get scraps. Uh, they got scraps of the food, and so here they were of that. And so, uh, but they never would have found that place sitting at the gate with their arms crossed and their head down and, and crying uh, about how bad they have it because of their situation. Uh, no, whenever they decide, hey, I'm going to move forward no matter what it costs me. Uh, I'm going to make some progress in my life. That God began to use their situation. As the Bible says, God amplified their sounds as they were marching. And the Syrians were afraid and they left. And so uh, uh, where God wants us to go is, is not to stay here, but just to keep on moving forward. Get up and move forward. Even if it costs you some pain or heartache, that's okay. God's going to use that for your betterment. God will turn that around uh, and use it for your good as long as we are moving forward and following after God. And so the steps uh, of these four lepers ended up sounding like a massive army because God was with them and be, uh, because they decided, hey, I've been here long enough. I'm going to start moving forward, and, and it's going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be uh, common. It's gonna, going out, stepping out into the unknown, but that's okay. God can do something out there uh, with me in my faith um, better than I can do just sitting here um, and, and not doing anything. And, and so we've had our years... Uh, a year has been up and down. We've had all kinds of events in our life, uh, uh, good times and bad times, happy and joyous moments. Uh, but we can't let the painful moments prevent us from taking another step forward uh, because we know that God has something greater out there for us. As, as far as we have been brought, God has brought us to this point, I don't want to be satisfied where we're at. I want to keep on moving. And sometimes it may be a little bit painful, but that's okay. There is power in pain. That means I'm going to be drawn closer to God. I'm going to be looking for God with every step of the way, and I'm going to end up being better because of the pain that comes in our life, musicians, if you would come. Nobody wants to deal with pain, but the truth is, is that we will only grow to the threshold of our pain. If if, if we feel, uh, if our threshold of pain in, in our situation, whatever it is, uh, is, is, a, is a one, um, then we're never going to push ourselves past one to get to number two because we hit one and we, we, we turn away. And so we have to realize that as painful as situations may be, we can't allow that to... Uh, push us backwards, but we have to push forward and push through uh, that that comes in our life. Our our pain threshold is our ceiling, and our reluctance to feel pain is our greatest limitation because we don't want to feel pain, and so we we try to avoid painful things. But ultimately, how that affects us even more is that uh, we don't we're not growing. 
uh, we're not drawing closer to God because everything is good and everything is comfortable and we don't feel the pain. Uh, and so uh, our reluctance to feel pain is a great hindrance in our life and that because there is no growth without pain. People that go to the gym, uh, their, 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 their bodies grow, their muscles grow, and it's not a pleasant experience. The, the, the muscle uh, has to break, and you have to feel the pain of the stretching going on. If you want your, your muscles to get bigger and to get more toned up, it's going to be a painful experience. And if we don't like that feeling, then we're never going to be there uh, exercising and doing what we have to do to push through all that. Uh, uh, and that's just talking about physically uh, being physically fit and, and experience those pains. But uh, we know pain affects everything, all part of uh, our lives, emotionally, physically, and all these situations. And naturally, we're going to run away from those things. But we have to understand that we can do all things through Christ. Whatever comes through our doors, if I get a hold of Jesus, me and him are going to go forward and we're going to move through this situation and we're going to see what God has on the other side. We're going to see a miracle waiting for us on the other side. We're going to see a healing on the other side. We're going to see a touch of God like we've never seen before because if it's not here, if the miracle is not right here, then we're going to have to go through something to see it. Maybe it's on the other side. And if we're afraid of pain and afraid of change and afraid of moving forward, then we're, we're going to limit ourselves and limit our own uh, growth and connection with God. We stand with me today. Even God knows and understands the power of our pain as he was touched with a uh, all of our infirmities, he feels them. He felt them as he, when he was here as, uh, as Jesus. So he understands our pain. He alone has the authority and power to command things to happen, to speak things into existence. He has the power to speak and your, your painful situation can just disappear. The snap of a finger and your painful pain can be gone away. But is that what is going to be best for you? That's what we want. We want, God, get this out of my life. I don't want this. But is that what is going to be best for us? Paul, Paul prayed to the Lord three times about this thorn in the flesh that he he had this pain in his life, his irritation, whatever it was. He cried out to the Lord three times, God, remove this pain, remove this thorn from my life because I don't like what it's doing. I don't like the pain and discomfort. Uh, I, I want to feel happy and I don't want to feel pain, but what did God say? He said, my grace is sufficient for thee. You see, God knew that, that thorn needed to stay in his life if he was going to become the man that God had called him to be. Because what if God removed that thorn, would Paul still stay on the same course he did or would he do something else? Thank God, it's, thank you Jesus for removing that thorn. Well, are, are you going to draw closer to God now on your own? Or is that thorn 
remaining there keep us humble. It reminds us, pain reminds us how frail we are and how, how broken we are and, uh, and how much we cannot do this on our own and how much we need him in our lives. And so God, who has the power to snap his fingers and make everything go away, we have to understand why it's still here in our life. Because there's a purpose for it. And it may be that it's keeping us close to him. It may be that it's, it's, it's there to always be a, a reminder to us that uh, we, we cannot do without him. But even Jesus experienced the pain and he didn't shove it away he had the power to do that as he as he weeped and cried out in the garden of Gethsemane uh, if it be possible let this cup pass for me he it wanted he didn't want to experience that but nevertheless not my will but your will you see God knows what to do with the pain we, our first prayers are, God, remove this pain. But that's probably not going to be the best thing for us. However painful it is, we have to understand that this is going to bring me closer to God and that God is in control and he's going to make a way. Hebrews 12 and 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down on the right hand of the throne of God. And so we see a cross and we see pain. And we see death and hardship and, and blood and, and uncomfortable situations. We see a cross and we, we don't want to be near that. But somehow Jesus saw the cross and he, he saw joy. Because this has to be done. This this. I have to go through this situation. And, and for the joy that was set before him, he was able to go through the cross, despising the shame, and he's uh, exalted on the other side. And so as much as we want to escape the pain, we have to realize that there is power in this pain, amen, to draw us closer to God and to strengthen us, to help us to become better than who we are. If we want to become a better, a better prayer warrior, a pain, situation will help you do that. If you want to learn how to pray for healing and deliverance, a bad situation will help you do that. And so we can't push away pain as much as we want to. But we have to shift our mindset and learn how to embrace the pain as best we can. Because we know that if God is allowing this into my life, it is for a good thing. He's going to turn around for some uh, good purpose in his life, in his kingdom. And so uh, I know we all, we all have painful situations. We may, you may have pain in your physical pain in your body right now. And as much as we want that out, we know that one thing that that is doing is keeping you connected with God. That if you're praying for God, God, heal me of this. God, deliver me of this. God, remove this from me. And, and, and who knows, one of these days, today might be the, your day that God takes that pain out of your body. 
or he heals you of that situation. That's what we long for, but we have to, uh, until that day happens, we have to be able to, to, to make do with the pain in our situation. Uh, as much as we want to discard it, no, somehow God, use this pain. Help me, to, help me to work with this pain in my life for your glory, God. Ultimately, if you never remove it in my life, God, I'm still going to worship you. I'm still going to praise you. I'm still going to lift you up. What a great testimony uh, of the child of God who is plagued with sickness and pain, but yet they're still here worshiping God. This pain is not going to get me down. This pain is not going to keep me away, but I'm going to be lifting up the Lord. I'm drawn closer to the Lord. I'm going to praise him more. I'm going to exalt him more. I'm going to reach for him more, all because of the pain in my life. Amen. I want to open up these altars. Anyone that wants to come draw closer to God, come on, bring your pain with you and lay it down here and say, God, help me with this. Uh, I've been praying for a long time, God. It's still here, but help me to deal with this. Uh, maybe not to ask it to go away, but God, use this pain for your glory. Help me to transform me uh, into your vessel, God. Help me, Jesus, to make do with this pain uh, that I can give you glory in it all. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. There's a purpose in my pain. There's a, there's a pain in my life, but God, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to stop crying about it and, and start praying about it. Start bringing it to you, Jesus. Because I can't do anything about it. But I know you can. Come on, let's worship the Lord. Let's cry out to him. Let's bring our pain to him. He can hear your need. He knows what you're going through. We're not going to let it defeat us. But we're going to be more faithful, more committed because of this. Hallelujah, Jesus. But we're on the winning side. gonna give up. Victor. 